What's up, everyone? Welcome back to The Real Raw Roper Show. Thank you for tuning in, as always. Um, today's episode, I'm going to talk about uh, the value of losing. I'm going to tell two stories. One's a quick story. The other one's going to be a little long, and uh, I'm probably going to drag it a little too far, but oh well, you're going to have to deal with it. Disclaimer, it is about wrestling and jiu-jitsu. It's a personal story, but it leads to the overall uh, idea of how I think the value of losing should be on a pedestal of his own, almost the same as winning. So I learned so much more of my losses than I do my wins. And this one is a pretty heartfelt, touchy subject with me. It's not a, not a good story. It's, it's one that drives me crazy, makes me sick and gives me chills when I think about it, but I'm happy I got to share it. And I know I learned a lot from it. So, um, I hope you enjoy the episode and let me know what you guys think. Randomly over the last week and a half, two weeks, I started watching videos, older videos of me wrestling and me doing jujitsu and some, some, some cool videos, some not so cool videos. And, um, it's always cool looking back. I, uh, I posted one on Facebook against, it was me against a kid from Trinity. One of my favorite videos. Uh, I was about probably about 200 pounds wrestling heavyweight which is like up to 285 which this kid was every bit of 285 so i wrestled this big kid from trinity he was 6'8 285 pretty big kid obviously um and i was about six foot 200 pounds i looked like a very tiny human and uh, i was beginning of the match started off pretty slow a little bit of hand fighting and <laughs> i think i got like either got caught with like a slap or something like like it wasn't intentional he didn't do it to be an asshole or anything but I got caught with it and it kind of pissed me off so then I like took a shot in and basically football tackled him and but instead of like tackling him straight to the ground I lifted him up and slammed him pretty hard which is a, a big no-no in high school wrestling uh you can't just aggressively slam someone on the ground you have to control them on the ground which I did not do at all but a really cool video to watch it looks pretty cool and I picked up a giant kid and slammed him on his back. I ended up winning the match. So it's a pretty cool match. I remember it pretty well. Um, so I was on a little bit of a high, you know, obviously missing wrestling and jujitsu and the mat in general. So then I remembered I'm on Flow Wrestling, which is a premier wrestling website. Anything from like, I'm pretty sure like junior high matches are even on it, but I know high school matches are on it uh, all through college and they cover a lot of the Olympics and everything else. They have a Facebook, Instagram. I'm sure they have the whole nine for the page so a lot of great wrestling content goes through there so I remembered I had a match that was on there I think it was my junior year because I, I believe I was wrestling 220 it was either my sophomore or junior year I was either wrestling 195 or 220 and um I'll never forget the match but I wasn't I haven't thought about it for a long time so I came across it and soon as I remembered what match it was I became instantly sick because I've watched this match so many times in my life 
Um, I wrestled a kid who was like the third seed, I think. It says it in the video. If you really want to know, go to flowwrestling.com, go in a little search bar, type in Mike Roper, and just scroll down until you see Patrick Mayernick versus Mike Roper. Um, it's probably like a like nine, ten minute video, something like that. But anyway, um, I get so sick thinking about it because it's, he was the three seed. I think I was the six seed. Um, seed is based like the best wrestler is the one seed in that way. And I think after eight, they don't count the seeds anymore. So I was a lower end seed. He was a higher end seed. And we were wrestling to go to, it was either quarterfinals or semis. Um, I was a lot more athletic, fast, and probably stronger. Just didn't weigh as much, so he kind of used his body weight against me at times. But uh, I started off pretty good. I started off quick. I was up 3 nothing at the end of the first period, I believe. Um, but you can kind of tell in the, in, the, in the video that I was progressively getting more tired and less active and just lazy. And I uh, wasn't wrestling as well. Started taking dumb shots, trying to do dumb things, hoping it worked. I, I wasn't really, I don't know. Um, the reason it makes me sick is because that match in particular stands out in my mind as maybe the only match, but the only one I think of that was that significant, where I lost the match because my will my will to win wasn't wasn't there. Like I I was more ready for the match to be over because of how tired I was than trying to win. And that's just not who I am at my core. Uh, that makes me, I want to punch that version of myself in the face thinking about it. Um, I have chills right now even just thinking that that was me that did it. So I basically broke myself. I was taking dumb dumb shots, doing dumb things. I was up 3 nothing. I end up going 5-5. Five, five, or he's up 5-3. I, I do a reversal, making it 5-5. Five, five. Uh and then he takes a shot, which I had every reason to defend. Didn't defend it, got taken down, lost 7-5 at the end because I was just not moving. So, whole point of the story is that's one of the most standout memories I have of wrestling. And it's a bad memory because it was such a bad loss to, to a match I should have won. I mean, he was ranked higher, but that's basically because I wasn't wrestling that weight a lot and he was wrestling different kids that he beat that I didn't, didn't face the whole ranking system whatever but regardless um watching the first two minutes of that match it's a match that I definitely should have won and I lost because I was out of shape and wanted to quit and I can't say I've ever felt that way in any sport I've ever done outside of that exact moment. I don't know what was wrong with me. I don't know what happened. I don't even remember after the fact matches. I don't know what happened. I know that one in particularly left me distraught. And uh, so the whole point is it took me a while to kind of get over that. But once I did, it, it really taught me that I don't ever want to feel that way again. Now, winning and losing happens you're going to run into someone that's just better than you. It's going to happen. There's always someone out there that's bigger, badder, faster, better, and whatever. It happens. If someone's going to beat me, they're just going to have to beat me straight up being better. But that kind of really turned all the gears and shifted all the gears to me being crazy. And, uh, 
I, 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 I broke and I, I'm not the type of person to ever be broken. And that's why it makes me crazy. So from that point on, I wanted to make it a point to always outwork everyone. I wanted to will my way to win. Even if I wasn't better than you or if I wasn't the best wrestler, I was going to make it known that it it wasn't going to be easy. I was going to give you hell for all three periods and I was going to be in way better shape and do whatever I had to do to win because I didn't ever want to feel that way again. So in previous podcasts, you heard... uh, my definition and my relationship with winning and losing and how I hate losing, but it's a necessity. And I think it needs to be valued more than it, than it is currently. So this version of losing taught me so much and has changed my work ethic, my demeanor, how I look at losing in general, because there's so many different ways to lose. And that way has to be the worst knowing that you had it in your control and based on whatever happened, you just wanted to quit. You wanted to, you wanted to be over more than you wanted to do everything in your power to win. That's hard for me to say, cause that's, that's not who I am. It's not who, how I've ever done things. And that match in particular, I remember being so out of breath that I just wasn't worried about winning the match. I just wanted the match to be over. And that makes me sick to my stomach thinking that that was me. That was the same person that I am right now talking to you. And, uh, the value of losing that match was me never wanting to be put in that position again. Me never wanting to put myself in that position or be that person. And, you know, it's, I think my coach knew it at the time. Yeah. He was, I always say, uh, my coach was a much better life coach than anything because as good as he is as a wrestling coach, he always knew how to handle situations whether they needed to be handled delicately or aggressively or whatever. And that was not the moment for me personally. And like, again, again, he just knew me and knows all of his wrestlers so well. I'm the type that responds way better when you're in my face, but that match in particular wouldn't have made me respond in a positive way. You know, I needed to kind of take it all in and he let me do that. He just kind of looked at me with that look and was like, you know, what are you going to do? That one's on you. There's nothing he did wrong. The game plan was there. It started off great. And I started huffing and puffing and just wanted it to be over. So I'm dragging that story on a little bit, but, uh, for me to just put any better visual, like, (laughs) I mean, even if you just want to go see me get beat up in a wrestling match, any of you that think I'm a tough guy, or if you just are one of my good friends and you want to see me losing something go check out the match again it's on flowwrestling.com go in a little search bar and just type in mike roper scroll down a couple scrolls and you'll see pat mayor nick versus mike roper he's from belvern and i'm from char valley um and and you'll just see you'll literally see the point of the will to win just left and i don't know why besides the fact that i was out of breath but the point being is as much as i hate that memory it turn something on that day. Like I watched it that day and I just became obsessed with thinking of wrestling, thinking of jujitsu. I became obsessed with going back to the gym. We started working out again this weekend. I don't know. There was just something that wasn't there and hasn't been there for a while, a light, a, a fire or something. And remembering how I felt that time just kicked it back on. And it's not like I'm competing for anything right now. I have nothing to 
train for necessarily, but in my mind, I'm treating it like I do, and I just want to go balls to the wall, a thousand miles an hour, and and push myself to a breaking point, and then keep pushing and go through it, and I just want to see myself get results. I want to feel results. I don't want to be out of breath as easy. I want to. I hate running, and I want to go run right now. Like I don't. I don't know what happened. I don't necessarily know how to explain it right now, but it wouldn't have happened without that video or without that memory of that exact moment in my life. So the value of, of losing is just so important because that was six, six and a half, seven years ago. I think that was, a, I don't know, somewhere from five to six and a half years ago, that video was taken and fast forward and it, it was in high school and it's holding so much value in my life that it could reignite some sort of competitive nature and fire in me and just make me want to go nuts. And that's completely where I am right now. I don't know what happened like physically or mentally. Like, I don't know what switch got flipped or how I control it, but it, I mean, it's go time for me. And I, uh, I think everyone has some sort of defining memory like that, that will just motivate them above anything else that you can't explain why or how, but, but it happens. So, um, today's podcast, I wanted to share that story with you. I know it's a little wrestling and jujitsu based, which some people love. And some of you told me, you know, you get a little lost with it and I get it because you kind of have to go through wrestling or go through jujitsu to really have an appreciation for it. But to connect it to everyone else, I think if you kind of look back on your life, even if you just try to micromanage the last five to 10 years um, and, and kind of just really go through them, I think you can find a memory or two memories or something that makes you feel either great and you want to get back to feeling great or makes you feel like complete shit and you just want to turn something on to it like it's go time. It's, it doesn't have to be a physical thing. Maybe you want to go back to school and in your mind, you've just been putting off excuses to do it. You think of a memory that, you know, just pisses you off. Then, you know, someone telling you, you'll never make it, or you're, you're not good enough. And then you want to go back to school to prove not even that person wrong, just prove everyone wrong, you know? And that's kind of where I've always been. So it's, uh, I don't know. I think you should not should. I think, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a really cool thing to always, reflect back on your past and, and try to reevaluate everything, reevaluate your life and, and see how it motivates you or connects you to current thoughts. I mean, I, I would never have thought sophomore or junior year things in high school would relate to my life now. And here it is turning on something I couldn't turn on no matter how much I wanted to. So that's the podcast, man. Uh, like I said, it's, I, I think it'd be great if, if you guys just have some alone time and try to figure out, you know, get, get in a real quiet place and just get deep in your thoughts and try to find something that is either a high feeling that just made you feel on top of the world and you want to get back to, or something that's completely opposite. And, you know, you almost felt rock bottom and you, you never want to feel that way again. And just let it spark something and, and, and see where it goes. Just ride that momentum wave. Cause right now it's, I feel like I'm on a wave that I never want to end. And I don't know if it will, because, you know, if I ride it right and I continue to, you know, self-motivate and, and keep making steps and, and steps and keep going and keep going, you know, who knows where I'll be. And you know, I'd love to compete again in something. And I, it's, it's eating at me right now. I definitely got the itch and I need to go do something. 
So uh, just jumped in a little bit here. I, I really wanted to share because it's it's just unexplainable. I don't know. I guess I don't know how many times I could say I don't know, but it's it's such a strange thing of how it literally just flipped a switch in my mind and body, and it's I just feel like I want to go. I, it's time. It's time to go back. You know, I just now I'm reflecting on everything I've done the last year and a half of just eating terrible and not being in the gym or not doing anything athletic. My body feels weird, just out of shape and and very very unathletic, and I, that's I've never felt that way ever. So, fuck all that. Sorry for the language. Some of you that don't like hearing me swear, you're gonna have to get over it because I have a loud mouth, and that's not gonna change because that's who I am. So, I do apologize though. I should probably tell you in like episode one that I'm going to swear a lot, but in honesty, like, fuck that. I'm, I'm tired of that. I've made every excuse of, I got a new job. Like we got a house. I don't have time to work out. I'm too tired. My job's demanding. I have to, you know, spend more time with my friends, you know, everything. And, uh, that's all they are. It's excuses. If I want to do it, I can do it. I have all the time in the world. I'm 23 years old. I'm a young person who has a gym in their own house. Like it's, I don't know. Fuck excuses is probably one of the biggest things I want to push right now and uh, self-reflection and self-motivation. So take take all that, run with it however you want to run with it. <laughs> at the very least, go look at the video and make fun of me being just a giant sissy and quitting. Um and uh, that, that's really it. I wanted to give a couple shout outs. Uh, I had a buddy in high school who he started his own clothing brand a couple years ago. It's called Planet Hemp. His name is Sam Grabe. I, I hope I pronounced that right. I don't know if I've ever said his last name out loud. But anyway, um, he just started up his own podcast as well. It's called the Planet Hemp Podcast, I believe. And uh, I also believe he's also using Anchor, which is just awesome. I'm happy that he's starting his own podcast. I'm sure he has a lot of cool things to say. Um, he's a local entrepreneur that has been out here doing it for a couple years. So, um, go check him out. I think he has a website, uh, planted hemp. I don't know if it's a com. I should really have done more research, but I wanted to give him a quick shout out. He was on my mind. So, um, and then again, like last podcast, I want to give a quick shout out to one of my best friends for as long as I can remember. Uh, Mike Conway started up his own business, uh, two weeks ago called, uh, Maverick asphalt excavation and concrete. I think it's asphalt concrete excavation. Yeah. Cause it's an acronym for ACE. So Maverick ACE, it's, a uh, basically his company and he's running it fully. We're going to do, uh, some, you know, demo jobs. We're going to do some installation jobs dealing with all kinds of different stuff. But uh, I did post them on my social media and I do have business cards. Anyone that is looking to get a last summer slash whatever the hell this time period is of nice weather at least last little house project done or any type of project done uh hit me up somewhere i can give you a business card or put you into contact with them directly or even if you know you know sometime next year when the weather breaks after this winter that you're going to want to have something done um i'm sure we the earlier you get in the better off your schedule is going to be so just quick shout out to those two guys um another shout out to my fiance Madison for just always dealing with my emotional up and downs. She kind of gets to experience the roller coaster firsthand, um, which also allows me to drive podcasts home because I was kind of the whole reason this got brought up is I was driving one day and I was kind of just blanking out driving 
and she just looked at me and she's like what's wrong I was like nothing I don't think anything's wrong and she just like do you miss wrestling and I said yeah and it's really weird that she could pick up on it because I was just being weird I wasn't mad or sad I was just quiet and I guess she could just tell so that kind of drove this whole podcast I just really wanted to talk about it and uh last shout out is uh shout out to shout out to my parents for kind of just taking this I don't know they kind of just enhanced all these feelings that I had naturally and all the you know like they really like my dad made me a really hard worker and always drove that that idea home of just working hard and doing your best and then on the flip side my mom always gave me a voice which allowed me to talk so on hard work meets giving you know someone a voice and it leads to a podcast it's it's a pretty good mix so without them nothing I have in life would be possible obviously but uh yeah shout out to everyone and shout out to you guys for listening to the podcast if you're still listening I appreciate it I'm happy that you find that this gives you any value or maybe you just like hearing me talk or maybe like making fun of me talk I don't know but thanks for listening I appreciate it and I hope uh hope you enjoyed as much as I enjoy doing it but that's Friday I hope everyone has a great great weekend and hopefully I could start putting out more podcasts or even longer podcasts. I enjoy doing it. So I like having a little bit of time to kind of sit back and uh, share some thoughts. And I really hope I am trying to really get some interviews notched out here. It's crazy time, uh, time period for getting one-on-one time for even an hour and then finding something to talk about. So, um, but overall, just thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. It really does mean a lot that people are out here listening and actually think I'm doing a good job. But uh, yeah, take today's podcast and run with it however you want, man. But have a great weekend.